Hey, Leap. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. If you are just now joining me, make sure that you check out the latest podcast episodes because they do move in order, um, but they're also titled so that you can go back in time and really get the message you need. So there's messages for times you feel overwhelmed, times you feel insecure, um, even times that you are just feeling stagnant in your business. There's a message there for you. Now, we did have our class and in our blueprint class, we talked about sales. And before we got off, I gave the elites homework to talk about or to look up trauma beliefs. And when it comes to trauma, I'm definitely in a season where I am um, understanding trauma a little differently. And it was actually Dr. Carolyn Leaf. um, That's her name on Instagram. She did a presentation at a conference that I went to. She talked about how we have receptors in our brain. And when we have trauma in our life, that sometimes that trauma drives us to do certain things. And very recently, her speech came back into, um, you know, really making sense for me, because I realized that I was making so many decisions based on trauma before that now that I'm in a state of really being aware of when a negative thought turns into negative thinking, um, she really helped me to understand that it's key to take that time and rework that thought so that I can reframe that thought. So I'm going to use myself as an example, and then I highly encourage you to look up trauma beliefs so that you can really begin to become more aware of what those beliefs are that you have and seek to change them so that you can break through and start really selling in your business, okay? Now, when it came to sales, sales has always been something that um, was up and down for me. And when I say up and down, I mean that when I found my thing that worked for me, which for me, it was automation. When I found that thing that worked for me, then I would just double down on that because if I like went and did something else, it would not really work for me. So one example is that I was selling a wellness product. And with this particular wellness product, that product taught me so much about myself and it taught me so much about how I engage with people and it took me years to get this um when it came to talking about it when I first started with the product I was told you know go talk to everybody and you know make sure that you call everybody in your phone and make sure that you are always talking about your product and talking about the benefits and talking about just everything about your product. But I realized that while that may have worked for the other person, I had to figure out what my particular sales behavior was. And so when I would go and I would talk to people or I would have like a table set up or I would try to be um, hard selling, it didn't work for me. And it was not necessarily that the action of hard selling didn't work. It was the action of me not feeling confident in that sales behavior to where I came off not confident and I came off um, like stuttering and and it just didn't connect to the client because they couldn't build that immediate trust. 
I learned that I had to become a billboard for my business because then it would encourage the customer to ask me questions and then I could go into the product. So for that particular product, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it every single day. I know that it's good for my hair, skin and nails. And the skin is a bonus because I'm a facialist. So I know that if I just continue to take care of myself and take the product, then I already know that it's not like I have to overly sell it because I use it. And if people see my results, then that's the trust that they need to see. Right. And so for me, I learned that when I go places and people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, I love your hair or your skin is so clear, or what do you do? And I say, you know, I'm a facialist, and they're like, oh my gosh, your skin is clear, I need help. And then I would let them know, well, you know, it's a lifestyle change. You know, I am committed to using good products. I am committed to taking my supplements, and I'm committed to sticking to my routine. I didn't have to talk about a product, I didn't have to talk about a facial, and I didn't even have to talk about a vitamin. I just said those were the three things that I did. And it caused people to ask me more questions and to be like, okay, send me the link. I need to buy those vitamins or whatever you're doing, I need to do it. And so that's where I learned that for us who are introverted or who don't feel confident going and like handing out flyers and just everywhere you go, you meet a friend type of person. I realized that I just needed to walk confidently without even saying a word and be the example so that I could sell, right? But as I started working through that trauma and figuring out why I felt like I had to sell myself or why I felt like I had to heavily promote, I realized that it was rooted in trauma. And that particular trauma was feeling like I had to be validated. I felt like I had to ask someone for permission in order to, you know, in order for them to buy from me. I felt like I had to say, hey, you know, um, you know, would you like to buy this product? And that, that was hard for me to just go up to somebody and ask them a question. And I realized that the trauma in that was that my parents were so cold and uninviting that it naturally created this trauma in me to where I would develop this freeze response whenever I had to go up to people because I felt like their response would be cold and uninviting as well. Even if the person is smiling, even if the person is, you know, not even doing anything, I just was not advocating and speaking up for myself. And so I realized that that freeze response was what was halting me versus when the conversation flowed naturally and when I took away um, what might happen when I just moved and just took the product myself and it was something to where when people ask me I'm just like whatever about it I'm like yeah I take supplements and they're like okay I need those supplements but that's what I realized had to work for me. The reason that I want you to search trauma beliefs and trauma-driven decisions is because there may be decisions in your business that you're making based on trauma. For example, you may feel like you have to work seven days a week or you have to work nine to five Monday through Friday because you have this trauma ingrained in you that if you're not working nine to five Monday through Friday, then you must not be doing much, right? Like you have to work extremely hard nine to five Monday through Friday. Or you may have this belief that 
if you are trying to earn income, that it must come through struggle. Like you must work extremely hard for it. And working hard and working smart are are the transitions that you have to make. So when you notice that you start feeling anxious or you start feeling um, guilty because you are resting on a Sunday, you have to go back and before you start overthinking, you have to take that thought and reframe it and say, no, it is Sunday. I have built a business where I am able to take one day of rest, right? Or two days of rest or three days of rest. And I was used to working Saturdays or late at night or seven days a week before when I was working hourly or when I was working wherever. But now I have created an environment where I have an unlimited amount of income that I can earn daily. And today is the day I have dedicated to rest. Once you start like nipping it in the bud, as soon as you get that negative thought and reframing it, you will really begin to it gets faster. It's almost like you start to cut those negative thoughts faster. You don't sit and let a negative thought turn into a day or months of negative thinking, right? Um, The final example I'll give you is one about an insecurity that I used to have around posting. And I used to feel like I had to post the things that I have in order to get engagement online. And I actually learned this when I was in network marketing, but I started seeing it a lot on social media. And I realized that when you are, you know, in an environment where they're telling you, hey, you have you uh you can't sell a dream looking like a nightmare, right? I literally took it from my perspective at that time, I thought that I had to sell a dream, right? I thought that I had to sell the cars, the clothes, the jewelry, and all these other things, the vacations. I thought I had to sell those things so that people could see, oh, she has these things. That must mean she's successful, right? And I realized that that was not genuine. I realized that I had to really reframe the way I think. It's one thing to have these things and you're naturally just showing your life and that's just how life is. But it got to a point at that time, and this is my experience, I know that, you know, this is, I have to make sure I'm politically correct, okay? This is not to bash people online. This is just to say for me, I realized that because I had that thought in my mind that I had to post these things, it was once again rooted in I'm not enough. I have to do something to validate that I'm enough, right? And I just had to stop because I'm like, do you think your client wants the Lamborghinis and the cars, etc.? Or do you think they really want to work with you and learn from you? And once I started really sitting down and making that intention and really getting clear on what my intention was and understanding, really, I'm a facialist. I have wellness options. I have skincare options. And then I also have an academy that helps estheticians. And then I'm thankful to God that these things have afforded me the opportunity to invest in other things. It has nothing to do with my cars, homes, etc. It has everything to do with what do I offer Why should the client care? And who is the client that this item is for? And once I really stayed focused on the main thing, 
while in the background I was struggling with like, oh, they're overlooking me. Maybe I should just, you know, flex one time, right? I realized that I need to see how people treat me before they know who I am. Because I had spent so much of my life trying to prove who I was. And it was like a trauma built from childhood. Where I felt like I had to prove to my parents that I'm working hard. Or, you know, when your parents come home and you're like, um, you're rushing to try to look like you're washing dishes or something, right? It was this trauma that literally gave me anxiety to the point where even when I started going through life, I realized like it was it was so crazy. It was like, let's say, you know, I'm in a relationship and they came to my house I feel like I have to be up and cleaning and looking like I'm doing something and I didn't realize that trauma driven behavior because it was so embedded in me to not sit down always be working always look like I'm doing something like you have to always do something to where when I was sitting down and resting I felt so shameful and guilty because I'm like no I have to be doing something I have to and if things We're not moving fast because, you know, growing up, it was like, hurry up and do it. Hurry up and get it done. I'm like, okay, if I don't hurry up and do this, then I'm just going to sit with this anxiety all night. Like, did I do this? Did I do that? And this message is for a particular person. So if this doesn't resonate with you, then, um, you know, I really just want you to still look up trauma-driven decisions because you might realize that there's some things that you might be doing. Um, Maybe you are making desperate decisions um, because you have a fear of never being broke again, right? I used to have some of those too, right? So you really just have to like rework that and study yourself so that you can start to calm yourself because I didn't realize that moving so fast and constantly just on autopilot moving from trauma that those things were driving me. And when I got to a place of correcting those things and I realized you can log out, right? I mean, it was bad. Like when I would work my job, I would get off of work and I would still be doing work. I would take work home and I would still be working. And I would literally wake up and be like, I got to get to the office so I can do this. And then after I got off, I'm like, I got to take this home so I can finish this. And it's like, what are you working so hard for? Are you working for an accomplishment, right, to get a promotion, but you're walking up there burnout to get that promotion? Or are you filling space with trauma-driven decisions because these are things you've always done and you just don't want it to seem like you're not doing anything? A lot of times people will put, you know how they give those jobs to the hardest worker and you're like, why are they always giving me stuff. It's because you're always moving. You're always doing something. And so people are like, yeah, you know, this person's doing that. So I realized that in entrepreneurship, you know, it's one thing to try to work for the accolades and the accomplishments. But when you truly stop and you truly look at everything you've done, if you move too fast, you'll realize that you just had busy work and you weren't effectively completing things. Right. Like, how can you complete your automation? How can you complete, you know, finding maybe creating content? 
right? How can you push yourself to um, engage with 20 people online? Maybe you go and, and you just scroll and you go to the explore page and you just start searching for people in your area, right? Can you go to um, maybe a lush in your area and just walk around and like kind of smell different scents? Can you take a bath, right? Set up a nice calming candlelit bath and just you know take a small little four second video of the water ripples um, with the candles like doing those things checking them off and being okay with leaving a, a list right I've gotten to the point where I'm like it's okay to leave some work for tomorrow you know it's okay to like go to sleep and not think about what's due tomorrow and I truly believe that that right there, when we get to that state, then you are truly free. Leaving your job to work as an entrepreneur or to open your own business, while it is freedom, the true freedom is being able to unlock your mind and not carry the stress of future time so that you can sit in the present moment. That's true freedom. That truly is freedom. To know, for example, you know, and I like to give you guys examples because I want to drive the point home and I don't want anyone to be like, well, I still didn't get it. Right. But for example, you know, um, tomorrow I have a couple of clients. Right. So in my career, right, my previous career, previous to being an esthetician, I would get those Sunday blues. Right. I'd be like, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. And this anxiety would creep over me like, OK, I got to go to work tomorrow. I need to um, pull my uniform out. I need to make sure I have this ready. Do I have that ready? Do I need to order something? Do I need to get this? Do I need to get that? And it bled into my business to where I'm like, oh, I have clients tomorrow. What time I need to get up? OK, I need to make sure I do this. OK, I need to make sure I do that. Did I order this? Do I have enough sponges? Do I have enough gloves? Do I have enough this? Do I have enough? It would lead me into this trauma driven decision of anxiety. And it's like, I know I've already checked these things when I left work because that's just who I am. When I clean up after the day, I check and see what things might be low and I go ahead and order them so that I can have them when I come back to work. But because of that trauma, it was as if I was automatically moving on anxiety. Like, oh, I go to work tomorrow. Oh, let me hurry up and go and get anxious. When I started realizing that in my body, I would say, no, everything is done. We did our closing checklist. Tomorrow when you get in, you know what your opening routine is. So now we're going to enjoy our night. We know we're going to wake up in the morning. We have our morning routine and we're going to follow our morning routine. Then after we're going to go and get dressed we're going to have our coffee and have an amazing drive to work listening to our, our episode on youtube or something like that and then we're going to get to work and start our opening routine we're not going to stress because we've already created the routines we need to feel safe and trust ourselves knowing that everything is under control and i truly believe that when you begin to stop yourself comfort yourself and say we have everything under control then you'll begin to unlock a whole new level of freedom in your life that's going to automatically attract those clients to you because they're going to see that not only are you confident in what you offer but you're confident to know that they can trust you to handle the job so i hope this message helped you today and if this message helped you 
definitely don't forget to share it with someone. And listen, you guys, if you have any topic ideas that I can talk about on here, I would love to. If you have any questions, send them to me in a, in a DM on Instagram at Elite Estheticians. And whatever you do, make sure you stay elite.